Hello everyone, my name is JD, and this is episode 10 of On the Lighter Side of Life. Here we go, I got an email, uh, a text technically, from a very good friend of mine, Brian Davison. The last episode, I was talking about like Bondo kits for guys and how to get rid of the wrinkles in the bags, because I've got Samsonite bags with handles underneath my eyes, okay? So, son of a gun, Brian took the challenge, he really did, and he sent me a text with a link on it going, you need to check this stuff out. So I get on the computer, and I've got it sitting here in front of me, and I'll be a son of a gun. Uh, men are using this just as much as what women are. It's a product that's designed for around women to use, uh, but guys are using this. Men, they're using this stuff all day long, and I guess it really does work. Uh, <laughs> I never thought, uh, well, I guess it's better in all honesty than using preparation H around your eyes. You know, you don't want to put butt cream around your eyes. So these, the men are using this stuff. Uh, they're taking their wife's, um, gels and stuff and putting it around their eyes and getting rid of the bags. And I do understand why, because if you and your wife are roughly the same age within a year or two, kind of each other, your wife's using this stuff and she's starting to look younger. And then she stands up next to you. Well, that's like a, you know, uh, a 2020 car standing up next to a 1963 Chevy Impala. You know, it's just, there's a lot of age difference in there. So guys are going like, oh no, this is not going to work. So they wait probably till their wives leaves and they try this stuff and it really does work. So, um, I have to eat my words. I did not think that this was going on, that men were using this stuff and they are. So I, and if I know my daughters, like I know my daughters, Father's Day's coming up, and I'll be willing to bet I get a package of this stuff in here and go, Dad, you really do need this, you know, because you look 90, and, um, you know, Mom doesn't, so here you go. <laughs> and I'm going to – but it's it's supposed to get rid of the puffiness under your eyes, you know, um, it all it, and it camouflages into your skin. It's like it's a gel, and it just rubs in, and it gets rid of it. And believe it or not, it states on the website that it's safe, natural, and lasts 15 to 24 hours per application, right? So, yeah, <laughs> I can I can see it coming. So, Brian, thank you for sending me this very seriously. Uh, I would have never thought that, you know. But the thing that kind of gets me, okay, um, <clears throat> is you're taking a 50s model, okay, and now you're going to put on two new doors, okay, that were <laughs> so, yeah. But it, it works, so I, I would imagine I'll end up getting some of this stuff. Someone's going to send me some. I can feel it coming. And I have to eat my words because I never thought in a million years that this was going on. That's how delusional I was over this deal. So, yeah, it's, it's just something I never thought. I never thought in a million years that guys were using this stuff. And they really, truly are um, taking their wife's creams and getting rid of the bags under their eyes, which is not a bad idea by any means. I just didn't think they were doing that. Uh, I thought they had special products, hopefully. For, for guys, and they do not, you know. So, okay, here we go. Hmm, interesting stuff. Uh, thanks again, Brian, for sending this to me. And like I said, I know when my kids hear this, um, they're going to go, ooh, we have just got an idea for Dad's Father's Day gift because that's coming up next month, and I'll probably receive some of this in the, uh, in the mail or something like that. And, um, yeah, 
going from there. <laughs> it's just crazy stuff. I never thought, well, I'm not going to use Preparation H. I'm not doing that. So I, I would give this a try, but yeah, butt cream, no, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> and guys, I want to let you in on a little bit of advice. Uh, this from a personal standpoint. I don't know if your wife has ever set you up with the magic questions, you know. If your wife ever walks up to you and goes, do you think I'm kind of crabby? When they ask you that question, dude, you need to run. You need to be the little six-year-old that you know that you are inside of your head and hook it. Because do not, under anything, ever answer that question. You know, because if I'm telling you, if you look at her and go, yeah, I think you're a little crabby today. You've opened a door that you cannot handle the raft in the closet that's, that's fixing to come out, okay? The reason I say this is my wife did this to me the other day, and I knew better. After 43 years of being together, I finally got a clue that when she asked that question, do not answer. Change the subject, walk away, pat her on the back, do whatever you got to do, but do not answer that question because that is a setup deal, and she knew it. Because when I wouldn't give her a straight answer, she just smiled and go, you've learned. Yeah, I've learned. Don't answer the question. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that question. I don't care. And I'm getting really, really terrible looks because she happens to be my engineer on this deal. But it's the truth. Do not answer that question. If they're having a bad day, just wash it off and walk away. Because if they ask it, uh, they're setting you up. And so do not. I don't care. Don't answer that question at all. <laughs> just let it go. Okay. So, yeah. And it, it, something that we all need to be doing, we need to have dinner with our kids. And if your kids are grown up and they have families of their own and you get together and you have dinner with them, you can learn some really, really interesting stuff. And you don't have to say a word. You're just sitting there eating and just listen to what goes transpires back and forth between your your children and your grandchildren. And you can learn a lot of stuff. You really, truly can. So, yeah, you can learn because then when the dinner's over with and everybody's just kind of sitting around or you're standing outside or whatever, your kids walk up to you and go, Dad, I don't remember ever doing that. Now, they've opened the door because I'll step through it. Don't you remember the time when you did the same identical thing and they're going, I didn't do that. Oh, let me tell you. Yeah, you did. So you can learn a lot of stuff just by sitting down having dinner with them. Um, it, besides the closeness and the, the bonding thing, oh, you can learn that your grandkids are putting your children through the same kind of hell that they put you through. So in, in some ways, it's kind of funny. You can just sit back and go, nan, 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 don't have to worry about it, and go, see, I told you you were going to pay for your raisin, and so here you go, just kind of walk away with all of that, and you can just listen, and you can learn volumes of stuff of what's going on in, in, in your family's lives. And yeah, and then you can, sometimes, because if you're me, I'll walk up and pat my grandson or granddaughter on the back going, you're doing a good job. I like it. You know, your <laughs> your mother's pulling her hair out going, I don't remember doing this. Well, they need to come talk to dad, you know, their grandfather. And go, I'll tell you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so we just go from there. Okay. And I've got something for you today also, guys. It's been, I've been given advice that I should not in any shape, way, or form have my children or my wife. My wife has already told me, no, she's not getting behind the microphone. And by the way, I have two of them sitting here so she can sit right there and talk to you guys and tell you guys <laughs> just sometimes how really ignorant I am, I guess. 
but I'm under advisement that I should not have my family on the air, like one of my children. Um, I think it might be a cool deal. I could be totally wrong. They could totally just eat me alive. They really could, <laughs> because heaven knows I've done it to them a few times, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to put this out there. If anybody thinks it might be a good idea to have like my oldest daughter, my youngest daughter, my second oldest on the the program, send me an email, okay? to jd.podcast1 at yahoo.com. Let me know um, if you guys would like to hear some of the, the my daughters and some of the stories they have. Throw it out there. I See, I haven't even talked to them about this. I was just talking to the wife, and she's going like, this is not a, one of your best ideas that you've ever come up with, okay? I'm just letting you know, because uh, my kids, um, is all they're all like me. <laughs> they just throw it out there at you. And... Take it or run, you know. But if you guys would like to hear from them, and we'll, I'll do my best to get them on the show. If we can get enough people going, yeah, we, we want to, you know, hear from your kids. Hear some of the stories about me. Uh, they ratting me off, uh, which would not be a bad thing I'm because I'm not ashamed of what I've done. I've done some crazy things, uh, especially to my daughters. So, yeah, if you guys would like to, to, to hear from my kids, uh, just send me an email, and we'll we'll see how much of a response we get, and go from there. Um, and don't forget the the email address is at jd.podcast1 at yahoo.com. Just send me an email, um, and we'll get to see if we can get this thing wrangled up in the next episode or the episode after that, just as quick as we possibly can. Because, like I said, they've got stories of their own. I'm telling you. Uh, that I purposely forget uh, on, yeah, don't want them out there, but they'll they'll throw it out there. I know them. I know my kids. They'll they'll go, yeah, we'll throw dad out of the bus. So that's not a problem. And I got a question for everybody. Um, I saw this, and which is the hardest for you to say? That you apologize, that you appreciate somebody, that you need help, that you love somebody, or I was wrong and I'm sorry. And do you know, I've I've said every one of those to myself. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I did that, but no. They, is that the, is that that hard to say those silly things? I guess maybe it is. Sometimes it is. I guess so. Yeah, my my engineer is looking at me like you're kidding, right? Yeah, no, I, I've said all of these, and I've had to do all of these at one time or another. So, yeah. And you know, I was sitting around the other day at at work, and the, how the guys they were complaining about um, how they're. Children, when every time they go to the bathroom, put their hands on the, the door and they're constantly knocking on the door, you know, little three and four year olds and five year olds are doing stuff like this. Well, back in the day, uh, when me and the wife, we used to live in Vegas and we had a two bedroom, one bath apartment. And this did bring back a memory. Uh, to me, it's horrifying to this day what happened to me. Um, every day when I came home, you know, I, I, I had just two girls at the time. The wife was pregnant with number three at about six months along, uh, she was. So anyway, I came home every day and the girls would meet me at the front door and I'd give them a big kiss and a big hug and I'd get a glass of tea. And after just a few minutes, I go get me a shower because when you live in Vegas and it's 115 degrees and you sweat all day, you kind of come home and just a little bit stinky. Okay. So I go in there to go take a shower. And this had never happened to me, and I had never, 
in this whole time ever locked that bathroom door. I do now. I don't care if I'm by myself. I'm locking that door, okay? So anyway, we live in a two-bedroom, one-bath apartment, and I go get my shower. I get in the bathroom. I shut the door. I did not lock it. I just shut it. So we, I get in there, and I start getting ready to get in my shower, and the next thing you know, the shower that we had didn't have sliding glass doors. All it had was this the old-fashioned shower curtain with the metal rod up above you that was spring-loaded, right? So I go in there, and I'm getting my shower. I got my hair full of shampoo. Now, I never heard my daughter, my oldest daughter, by the way, and so she gives me nightmares <laughs> to this day when I see uh, scary stuff. So anyway, I'm in there, and I've got my hair full of shampoo and the whole bit. And if anybody remembers the movie called The Shining, it came out in 1980, where Jack Nicholson takes the hatchet and he chops a cute little hole in the door and says, here's Johnny. Okay, so now you've got that picture in your mind. I've got a head full of shampoo. My daughter had walked in, opened the curtain just a little bit, and just stuck her head in, just like what Jack Nicholson did in that movie. Okay. So I don't know she's standing there. I have no earthly clue that that girl is standing there watching me take a shower. Never. And I get my hair semi-wrenched out, and I just happen to look down, and there she is. And she says, hi, Daddy. I freaked because I didn't know this kid was even in the room. I thought I was in there by myself like I have been a hundred times before, and she scared the living daylights out of me. I took the shower curtain down. You know, and I tried to climb the, the, the wall to get the hell away from her because I had no clue that kid was there. And I made so much noise. The wife come running in there with our other daughter. And here she is, six months pregnant, yelling at me like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? This kid just scared the daylights out of me. And to this day, I cannot, even when they bring The Shining back out, like when they put it on, you know, Netflix or whatever, I can't watch that movie. And I used to be a big scary movie kind of guy to go watch me and the wife did and we had just seen that movie prior like three or four weeks prior to this and that was my rendition of the shining was my oldest daughter doing that and i noticed that from that time on i locked the door and what is it with kids when you automatically get up to go to the bathroom to do whatever whether it's to brush your teeth comb your hair use the restroom take a shower they have to follow. They think that you, they need to come in there with you. Like that's a sacred room for them to do this kind of stuff, you know? So I just got in the habit of just locking the door. And I do to this day, I lock it. <laughs> I don't want any more boogeyman's coming out. Just scared the daylights out of me. And they used to put their hands under the door, you know? Well, my kids got to the point to where they were using their crayons and they get scrap pieces of paper and write little cute little notes or make pictures and slide them under the door to me. Well, this is how silly I am. I started taking a, I kept a crayon in the bathroom with me. <laughs> They'd send me a, a little note under the door with their hands. You know, all you can see is their fingers and they'd slide a note under and I'd reach over and pick up the note and I'd write something on it and slide it back. Now that's how silly I am, but I was doing stuff like this. And to this day, I cannot, <laughs> I have a fear when I'm in the restroom. I don't want the boogeyman to come to get me because that's what my oldest daughter did. She scared the living daylights out of me because I had a horror flash of the shining movie where Jack Nicholson does this. And if you've ever seen that movie, if you have not watch it, watch it from front to back. Okay. And there's that one scene. That's a famous scene where he takes a hatchet because the door's locked and he chopped the door and the way his face was in that little hole that he made. 
That's what my daughter did with the shower curtain. She was slammed up against the wall and took that shower curtain and put it just nice and neatly around her face. And she had not seen the movie. Okay, we went, me and the wife went to go see the movie at the theater. And when she did that, that scared me half to death. It really, truly did. I took the shower, I had to clean the bathroom up because I put water everywhere and I knocked the shower curtain down. I scared the, my oldest daughter about half to death. And then after a little bit, she kind of giggled, thought it was funny. You know, I got dad good. Oh yeah, you got me more than good, I'm telling you. She just tore me plumb up because then I can't watch another scary movie, all because of my oldest daughter. So I'm blaming her and that's all there is to it. <laughs> We're not going to do that anymore. I just, to this day, yeah, lock the door, dude. So, and that's the end of our show for this week. I hope everybody's had a good time. Maybe I put a smile on someone's face. Uh, if you have stories, send them to us at jdpodcast1 at yahoo.com. Everybody have a good day, and you've been listening to On the Lighter Side of Life. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs>